Hi, welcome to this special program on CFRC. My name is Silvia Bejar. I have the opportunity to chat with Rochelle Chalapah and Sibylin Nagarajan, co-presidents of the Queen's Tamil Students Association. Hi, my name is Rochelle. I'm a third year biology major and I'm currently one of the co-presidents for QTSA. My name is Sibylin. I'm a fourth year life science major and I'm the other co-chair for QTSA. I invite you to stay tuned and listen to this conversation in which they shared a bit of their music, the Tamil history and the culture in general, and of course, about the club here at Queen's University. I'm pretty sure you are going to enjoy it. So here we go. How did you become part of the of the club? Um, so for me, like Sib's been on QTSA for a year longer than I have. But I joined in my second year, so last year, um, and I just knew that this was a club on campus. I couldn't really get involved in first year, but then second year I started off as an events coordinator, like an events and logistics coordinator. Um, and I had a lot of fun meeting new people of like the same culture as me, similar background, sort of had like a small family away from home. So I ended up just sticking with the club and getting to know each other more. <laughs> For me, I didn't know that like the uh, Tamil Students Association was a thing at universities. So when I came to Queens, I had like, I just assumed there would be like maybe three or four other Tamil people here that just came to Queens just for their education. And then they were just planning on going back like I was. Um, but I got really lucky because one of my friends from back home also came to que Queens and he introduced me into like the Tamil Students Association. So when I went there for my first day, it was like an introduction night. And that's when I met like some of my closest friends there. And um, and that's when I just got more invested into the club. But I didn't join my first year because I, I, I missed the application date. So I just waited for that cycle to go around. And then on my second year at Queens, I applied. And I've been a part of the club ever since. Okay, so for how long have you been here in, in Kingston? So my family came to Canada when I was like three. And ever since we've been in Whitby. Um, so then from Whitby, I'm now living okay. in Kingston while my family's in Whitby. Okay. <laughs> What about you, Sibylin? Uh My family, well, I was born in Canada, like in Toronto. Okay. Uh, my parents came over in like the mid-90s, 94, 95. Uh, and then uh, we moved from Toronto to Newmarket as our family got bigger. And then we've just been in Newmarket ever since. Okay. You are in close contact with the Tamil culture, even though you have never lived there, right? For me, like when, while I was being raised, definitely when I was younger, my parents, would only ever speak to me in Tamil. So like my Tamil as a kid was like, it's way better than it was like right now, because now all I do is speak English. So my only exposure to like the English language when I was younger, like growing up was either on TV or like when I was reading books, but every other like time we were communicating or any songs that I would listen to, it was strictly just Tamil. Mm -hmm. uh, so my parents, like they definitely, especially my mom, like she, She had a sense of identity that she wanted to hold on, like coming here. Um, and I think that she tried to like raise us really strongly with that sort of identity so that we don't lose like our sense of like Tamil culture or um, any of our traditions and things like that. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Rochelle? Um, so it's similar for me. Um, the only difference is, I guess, um, my family still continues to speak Tamil the whole time. I went to Tamil language classes for majority of my life so I my parents were very like 
adamant on making sure that me and my sister knew how to like read, write, speak the language, be able to talk to other family members and everything. So I feel like my parents, um, they were making like uh, after coming to Canada, it was for sure a cultural change. It was a cultural shock for them. So getting used to like how people are here, the way that they dress, the way that they talk. So for them, they were a bit like, oh, this is very different. <laughs> so um Growing up, they made sure that we didn't lose that part of our identity, like made sure that we went to dance classes, like like traditional dance classes, um, traditional music classes. So I'm, I'm glad to say that I've been able to hold on to that part of myself, like mm-hmm. that identity, um, even after coming to Kingston and coming and like, especially like my home, like my, what is it? What do you call it? Like your... Uh, home city home my hometown sorry so my hometown is also similar to Kingston in the terms of its demographic where there isn't a lot of um South Asian people or there isn't a lot of like Tamil people so it was I'm I'm glad that my parents were it it can it can be different sometimes sometimes it's like oh my friends get to do this and like oh I want to sort of like be like everybody else but I'm glad that I have like that part of my identity with me. And it's like, I don't know, it's sort of like unique. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That makes you unique. Yeah, that's true. So please explain for all the people that doesn't understand and fully understand the Tamil term, what does it refer to? I guess I can speak on this. So Tamil, um, Tamil is a language, but above being a language, it's also an identity. A lot of, um, a lot of, people when they come to Canada that's it it carries with it a lot of history and heritage and culture that you can't just say it's a language Tamil represents the Tamil people the Tamil language um the music that's intertwined with the language the dance the just the way that people present themselves it's it's sort of like all in passing if that makes sense I'm not sure how to word it properly Siv if you're able to like word it differently I think like what's amazing about being Tamil is that it really does connect like Tamil people across the globe kind of like um my friend said the same thing about Judaism like uh, it it does connect people like whether you're born and raised in a different country that identity of being Jewish like connects you is the same thing with Tamil because I know like every time like my parents are out of town or we go out of city um and we meet another Tamil person like it's very simple to strike up a conversation just saying oh, are you Tamil, like, in their native language. And then, like, it seems, like, instantaneous, but some form of a connection is is formed because they share that kind of struggle that happened and the same reason why they're in Canada now, they share that. So I think when you think of someone being Tamil, it's, you're, you're part of a larger group. You're not just an individual. You're never just going to be an individual. You have people in your community who are going to support you. Great. What song do you want us to play right now? Uh, uh, so what the first song is called Kuti Story, which direct translation, it means like a little story or like a small story. Um, and this is from one of the most recent movies that came out, like the most recent Tamil movies that came out. Um, a lot of people were like, are looking forward to it. It just released like yesterday or today on Amazon Prime. So we're all like the QTSA, we're having a movie night tonight. So we're ready to like watch it as a group. Um And basically what, like, I guess the meaning in the story is it sort of just gives you a little, like, some life lessons. It's like, um, it sort of intertwines English with Tamil, like, nowadays in, like, modern times. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, a lot of 
young, like a lot of the younger generation, since we grew up in like the diaspora where we grew up like within a mix of different cultures, a lot of us speak like Tamil with a bit of English. Like we use English words yeah. while we're speaking Tamil or we're like we use Tamil words while we're speaking English. So um, this story sort of just tells you like, okay, how you should go about like talking to people, like don't backstab people, don't be rude to people. The way that you treat others, that's how they're going to treat you, that kind of thing. Yeah, so Gucci's story is sung by one of like the popular, um, is a popular actor, his name is Vijay. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's like directed by Anirudh. So Anirudh is also like a popular music producer in South India. Awesome, so let's listen to it. Let me sing a Gucci story, pay attention. Okay, so tell me about the diaspora that you were telling me about, because these huge political and social issues has changed the, the path, right? So tell me about them. Yeah. Um, well, the Tamil diaspora, there, there's like, we're all over the globe, right? So not just in Sri Lanka, but India, Singapore, um, the UK especially, uh, and Canada, the States, like around globally, like we're everywhere. But like, and the reason I, like we came like our aunt like our parents or the generation before us came um i would say it's mainly due to like the civil war that happened back home and like they escaped just to provide like a better life for their kids and the future generations like after that so a lot of Tamil people i guess um like their history is based or like that civilization is based in like south india and northern sri lanka that's what mm -hmm. like at least From my understanding, like that's where the civilization began. And then from there, um, our ancestors moved to like Singapore and some of our like past generations or like my parents' generations, my grandparents' generations, they moved to like Canada, the US, UK, Australia. So all of these other countries also have like large communities of Tamil people. Canada, I believe, is the largest diaspora of Tamil people currently because um, after the civil war in Sri Lanka, a lot of the Sri Lankan Tamils moved over to Canada or the UK. So um, that's sort of like everything that happened back home, let it be like these wars or just like um, the way of living, quality of life. A lot of families wanted to have their, like wanted their children to have better lives than they did. They wanted their children to thrive in an environment that they're going to become better and have better opportunities compared to they did and how they had to live back home if that makes sense so that's um that's mainly something that caused the big like spread across the globe and why they're usually like Tamil communities in many other countries especially in Europe not only in UK there's like Germany, France, mm -hmm. Switzerland there are Oh, like everywhere. All over so, the place. Yeah. <laughs> you told me about this Bill 104 the act to proclaim genocide mm -hmm. education week tell me a bit about this Um, well, Bill 104 was introduced by uh, Vijay Thanigasanam, who is the MPP of the Scarborough's Rouge River Park, mm -hmm. that area right there. Uh, and his the entire idea of the bill was to help the Tamil community heal faster, because when people acknowledge that you've gone through what you said you've gone through, then you can take a step forward from that instead of continuing to live in that past. Mm -hmm. uh, which is like a big deal in, especially in the, the Scarborough area and like East Toronto area where there's like a heavy Tamil presence. Mm -hmm. um, but what the bill does and then what it's pushing for is like a seven day week. So where between May 11th and May 18th, um, where basically uh, you just become more aware of 
what happened in Sri Lanka during the civil war, civil war and what happened to the various Tamil communities and how they got to where they are. Uh, because the civil war ended in on May 18th, 2009, it's just um, a remembrance piece. It's more recent, like, yeah, yeah explain um, how and why things are the way they are because Tamil people are, like they have a heavy presence in the Toronto area Mm-hmm. To neglect what they what happened to them, I think, is like a form of injustice, because they they matter. I think just as much as any other citizen, um, in Canada or like in Toronto too. Yeah, I think it's like very very important. So we do not forget about these problems that we that our countries yeah, or our culture has, right? Because if we forgot them, then we are condemned to repeat them, maybe exactly. at some point. So do you still have families there? And what do they tell you about the, the context right now, the social context right now there? For me, um, a lot of my family is based in Sri Lanka, that too, in the northern territories known as Jaffna and its surrounding areas. Um, most of my closest, so like my dad's siblings and whatnot, they're back in Canada. They all immigrated here within like the early 2000s, 2010s. But my mom's side of the family is the one, like they're mainly the ones that are still in Sri Lanka. And for them, it's, it's different. It's not as, like during the Civil War, a lot of um, internal conflicts happened within just that area and like northern Sri Lanka um, and because of that a lot of the communities were destroyed at least this is from my understanding and from like what my parents wanted to talk about this is like it is fairly traumatic for them so they don't like talking about it they don't like reliving those memories so I didn't get to know about any of this until I got into like grade 11 university like when they thought I was in a mature position where I'm okay to learn about the things that happened. So my family's like my grandfather's home where my dad and his siblings grew up, it's completely destroyed. So it's not like we can go back either to go and see anybody. But my um, distant cousins who are still living there, they're doing okay. They're still studying. Like it's like they're with family. They seem to be enjoying a good time. We don't get to talk to them as often. And when we do, we don't really talk about like, oh, is everything actually okay? Because it's sort of like a, it's like a touchy subject, right? Um, but otherwise, like, I'm happy to see that they're doing well. They're also like, um, they also hope to come to like the US or Canada or Australia just because a lot of, um, at least a lot of people in my family were, um, So they just wanted to get out of that situation, get out of that place, find somewhere that they're going to feel more welcomed, I guess. Yeah. Do you want to add something, Sip? Uh, I mean, for my, I, I don't know about Rochelle's family, but my family, like, back home in Sri Lanka is more in, like, the village area, so, like, around, just not close to that area. Uh, like, I went back in 2016, so it wasn't too long ago, but it was kind of fairly recent. Um, but back then, like when I was there, it was all like, uh, everyone was having fun. It's a big family over there. They have each other to joke around with, play around, fight, and like everything that a family does. But like, when you like take a walk around, you can still see some like, um, army men with guns just posted like around some corners. So to say that it's like completely like, okay, okay. Um, I don't think it's true, but I think at least what I've seen from my side of the family, it's, um, It's more like they, it's like, oh, this is what it is now. Yeah. We just have to live and like thrive in this situation until 
you know, mm-hmm. um, either something changes with the government or the people or, or something has to change. But until then, you just kind of make do with what you have. Yeah, it, it kind of yeah. became like your daily life, right? Dealing with these yeah. issues, with these images, with these memories, maybe. Oh, God. Okay, so let's play another song. What song are we, are we going to play right now? Um, um, I think the next song is Nan Kurikapuran. So this, this song is more of like a, a recent generation, like like me and Rochelle, like our generation okay. of Tamils. Like, so it has more of like a, a rap type vibe to it, hip hop style. Oh, okay. Um, and the song, uh, it, the, the translation of the song is I'm going to drink. Okay. So it's, it, yeah. So you can understand like where he's coming from and what it is, but it's like a, it's more of a up to up, uh, up tempo, high beat kind of thing. Okay. Perfect. So mm-hmm. this song was created by someone who lives here or someone who is, uh, they're based in the UK. UK. In the, based in the UK. Yeah. But it's like, the, it's the diaspora community. So it's basically the younger generation of Tamils who've had their parents immigrate to mm-hmm. these different countries and they sort of like integrate like Western culture into their music as well. Let's listen to it then. <laughs> Let's talk about the stereotypes because I, of course, as an immigrant have faced stereotypes. Okay, as Latin American people, it's like, oh, tacos and mariachi bands. And I'm like, okay, yes, but I'm not only that, right? We immigrants face a lot of stereotypes. So can you tell us some of the stereotypes that you have heard about Tamil culture? And please tell us the truth. Destroy these stereotypes. Okay, I mean, I can't speak for Rochelle, but like, I think the biggest stereotype I've ever faced is that when someone says you're, when I like ever said I was like Tamil or I'm Sri Lankan, um, It, as a kid, as a joke, I guess they would say is um, it was dismissed as, oh, you're just Indian, which is not the case because it's like a, it's a separate country. It's, it's an entire it's a nation, you know, it's its own thing. But I think people just saw that as, oh, anyone who's brown and is Hindu is automatically Indian, which is not true. But like, I mean, it's the area, <laughs> but it's not the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And okay. even like the Tamil culture in India is is somewhat distinct from in Sri Lanka, like from the way, like the words are pronounced, like the dialects of Tamil are different. Um, but yeah, that, I think that would be like the, the biggest stereotype I've ever heard. I don't think I've heard anything worse than that. Is there any, I don't know, a specific thing or detail that we can learn about you that can make us distinguish easily from you, from mm. the other cultures? Oh. So like India is made up of, a lot of cultures yeah. like from north to south east to west yeah. there they have multiple languages multiple different cultures and i feel like when you come to a place like canada um at least in the area that i grew up uh some people have difficulty differentiating people from different cultures like okay if everybody's brown then they must be from india or that area yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so i like even for me personally like i don't know extensive like I, i don't know extensively about all the other cultures i can't tell you exactly oh this is what this culture is this is what this culture is you yeah. know but when it comes to tamil and people that are tamil because again like as i said before because it's a language a lot of different cultures are sort of a lot of different cultures are within that language so like you got the sri lankan tamils indian tamils singaporean tamils canadian tamils uk tamils but everybody has like their distinct features, distinct like dialects, like Sib said, the way that they talk, the way that they 
walk <laughs> the way that they like present themselves is always going to be different so i guess for me like i'm also sri lankan tamil and one way that i'm able to like when i see another tamil person the way that i'm able to tell if they're sri lankan tamil or like indian tamil is basically the way that they speak so if they speak to me in tamil then based on their pronunciation and how they say certain words you're able to pick up on what region or what country they may be from and from that you understand like oh how their culture might be different from yours or how it might be similar to yours mm. but for someone that's not Tamil that's like from another community it will it could be hard it could be hard yeah. um but I would say just maybe not generalize instead like <laughs> ask the person like hey so what's your bet like yeah what are you from like I know that now like when people ask oh what's your background it's sort of like sometimes it's a little in like because they're like oh where are you really from like you know Excellent. like that kind of like, question you're, you're an outsider right yeah. <laughs> and he's like oh so, no. instead of asking like that like just being like if you meet me for example <laughs> if you see me in class and you're like hi Rochelle what's your background then I'm down to say yeah, yeah I'm like I'm Canadian but this is also part of my identity so I'm also Tamil like I'm Sri Lankan I, I look so, like a Tamil at least, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I can't speak on anybody else but that would just be my personal opinion <laughs> okay what do you think Sif? are you are you do you agree with this uh I mean yeah I think the easiest way is just to ask I don't like there's <laughs> so much miscommunication especially in today like with everything going on um socially and like just on the internet so I think the easiest way to avoid any sort of miscommunication or like um, is just to ask, just be like genuine. And if somebody is giving you an honest answer, appreciate it and just move on past that. Like to, ignorance can only go so far. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. once you know something and then you keep being ignorant about it, that's where the issue is. But if you genuinely don't know and you really want to know, just ask. Like it's not a big deal. It doesn't have to be a big deal. You know? Exactly. Just ask and ask if you want about the music, about the f- the food, maybe. Yeah. Of course, exactly. about anything. That's yeah. That that's a pretty good tip, I guess. As a Mexican, I can tell you, I agree. Totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's 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 introduce another song. Let's play another song. Yeah, for sure. So the next uh, song is called Danga Madi Mari Udari, which is quite a lot to say. Um, but it's basically a genre of music that's known as kutte or um, some people call it Ghana as well. Um, and it's basically like upbeat. It uses a lot of traditional instruments. So like the drums and stuff isn't usually like the s- mm-hmm. same sounds that you'd hear in like Western music, if that makes sense. So it's a lot more upbeat. Um, the like Kutu dance as a whole is sort of like specific to Tamil culture in a sense where it's like, it's used for a lot of things. Like if people are happy, they dance but it's also a dance that's like when someone dies then there's something called um i'm pretty sure so correct me if i'm wrong but it's like so like they carry the body like they parade the body through the streets and it's sort of like for everybody to pay their respects to them and they're sending them off in a happy way so everybody dances as the person is taken to the burial grounds or to be committed so it's like it's sort of like a it's sort of just something that like celebrations and just like something if you're happy you want to keep things happy everybody sort of dances to it <laughs> wow that kind of surprised me yeah i know it's a little it's a little 
different. It's a, it's not something that's there in other cultures or other communities, but um, I know like they don't really do that here in Canada or anything, but I know that it is something that happens back home. Wow. <laughs> Let's talk about the music in general, the instruments that you use or what kind of lyrics, mm, if there's any so that in general. When growing up, I went to classes for Carnatic music, which is basically traditional music. And it's a form of music where you can sort of tell stories about the gods. And it's sort of like it's it's thought of as like it's it's divine, basically. And um, it's an ancient like it's ancient as well. Like it's been passed down from generations to generations and every generation of students then become teachers and they teach the newer generation kind of thing um so growing up like the songs that we learn in those classes is what we would sort of sing when we're um praying to our gods or like we're in like i don't know how to sort of word it properly i could say it in tamil but i'm not sure how to like sort of <laughs> like explain it in english but um basically that that's that's a prominent uh musical genre that's and like that is there in like india and sri lanka and everything um otherwise like i explained before you have kutu which is sort of like the upbeat version and now because of western culture sort of integrating itself within Um, like the countries back home or even like within our communities here, you have songs like Nan Gurikapuran or like things that are more pop or hip hop rap based where people, they've sort of like integrated other cultures within our music and still like it'll be in Tamil, but it sort of integrates like dubstep or like integrates more like the heavy bass, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So in terms of genres, those are the ones that I'm most aware of. <laughs> so if you want to talk about the others. I mean, I... I didn't have like that traditional that exposure to like traditional music like you did Rochelle but so like my the extent of like music and instruments that I've been exposed to is Hollywood stuff so like Tamil movies and like cinema and things like that um as far as lyrics go it's I think that's like what connects music um around the world is because you can write about anything love uh breakups uh happy happy news joyous occasions anything like that so like the lyrics always vary depending on the mood and things like that Um, but as far as instruments go, I'm not too, uh, knowledgeable on that subject. Uh, not, at least not as much as Rochelle. Uh, and I, I never had that exposure. My only exposure to like Tamil music and like that area was through cinema and things like that. Okay. Okay. Great. So you want to introduce another song? I'm not entirely sure what this song is about. Alikiye? Is that... Mm. So it's big, that... it's like a, it's a Hollywood song. It's from yeah. the, it's like... Uh, it's part of the movie. So a lot of like the Tamil movies are like, I'm sure people know what Bollywood is. Mm -hmm. So basically, Hollywood is the Tamil version of it. So it's a lot of like these long musical kind of movies where you have the story mm -hmm. happening and in between you'll have like dances and music and stuff. So this song, Alagie, is from a movie and it's basically sort of a guy telling this girl to marry him and stuff like that. It's, it's, it has English in it, so I'm sure that people would be able to like sort of understand what it means. Okay. But, yeah, okay. Hopefully. That, that's another something. great question. Recommend us a, a movie. It has to be, I think, a Vijay movie, right? Because he's, <laughs> Vijay, I mean, he's like one of the most popular actors like out right now who a lot of like my generation, Rochelle's generation resonate with. Like if you ask uh, anyone from like our generation, who is your favorite Tamil actor? nine out of ten times they are going to say Vijay. 
because okay. he like appeals to the kids. So I would say um, for university students, I'd say Nanbin, which is like a remake of uh, the Hindi movie Three Idiots, which is like about um, three college kids uh, going through like uh, the pressures and the stress of going to college in India and trying to live up to their parents' expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a movie you'd recommend, Rochelle? Like something that you... Mm-hmm. If people are into fantasy and they like to see more like like a different aspect of Hollywood movies, I'd say um, what's the movie? So there's this movie called I, which is by an like an actor named Vikram is the one that plays in it, and it's basically yeah. sort of like a remake on Beauty and the Beast kind of thing. So it sort of follows the story of a model that was sabotaged and he was injected with something that made him look hideous. Like disgusting and hideous. And because of that, he like it's sort of like a revenge movie where he goes to kill the people that try to hurt him and hurt his career. And at the same time, the girl that he loved doesn't recognize him anymore. So it's like he's the beast, she's the beauty. It's sort of all intertwined, but the music is, I love the music and like the videos and the cinematography. I'm like, ooh, that's nice. So I would personally say, go watch that. But yeah. I, it's called like, I. Mm-hmm. It's I, literally just one. It's like the letter I. Ah, okay. Just the letter mm-hmm. I. Perfect. Okay. So let's listen to the song. <laughs> so was it easy for you to find Tamil people here in Kingston? Um, well, okay. I wouldn't say easy is the word, but I got really lucky because I had a friend from like Newmarket back home who came to this school as well. He's the one who introduced me into the, the Tamil Students Association. But, uh, as far as like Tamil, like exposure to other Tamil people, that's, that's as much as I got, which I consider to be like, like I'm fortunate because I have people who I can talk to uh, either in my language or about like movies or food or like share cuisine things like that um so it's just like a little like Rochelle said like a little piece of um like my home life is now here with me in Kingston which is always like comforting especially for people who are moving from like a more um culturally diverse area like Scarborough or um Mississauga or places like that um it's it's harder to transition into an area like Kingston because like it's not as diverse the you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's um it's just it's tougher uh i was fortunate because like i grew up in newmarket which isn't like the most diverse area either so there was no real culture shock for me coming to queens um so i just appreciate i think i can appreciate this a little more like having Tamil people around me and like being able to be friends with more Tamil people and just being a part of my culture on another level So what about the Tamil culture in the university? It just people, because I think that Tamil people is more than the ones that are from, part from the, of the club, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for us, um, there are a lot of, like after like these past three years, I've noticed that there are a lot mm-hmm. of Tamil people, or like a good amount of Tamil people in Queens. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody's a part of the Tamil Students Association. But, like, I've noticed, like, everybody's easy to talk to, like, because I've personally felt, like, with the people that I've at least interacted with, like, 
because we sort of understand each other and we're sort of on the same page of like how different it is here and like just we're all just trying to meet some more people get more friends you know what I mean when you're coming Mm -hmm. to university so it's I'm glad that when I came to Queens I was able to find people that weren't like me like it wasn't completely like oh I don't know like what I'm doing here like I don't know anybody it was nice to at least be able to see people and freak like sorry speak freely with others Uh and have people that I can like oh yeah do you remember like this movie came out or oh I miss my mom's chicken curry or like you know what I mean so it's nice to just be able to talk to people on that level okay so let's talk about exactly the club so how many people are in the club and what kind of activities do you organize I mean right now with the COVID I think it's different but usually what kind of activities do you organize uh I mean I think right now we have something like 15 to 20 people in the club, right, Rochelle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like, something like that. <laughs> I don't know, like, like the exact number. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's like a significant growth because in my first year, there was only, I think, six of us in the club. Wow. So we're growing, which is really nice. But uh, even though it's not a lot of people, um, it feels like a lot of people when, like, you're as close as we are, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you have any international student as part of the club or all of them are just like you from any other part of Mm -hmm. Ontario or the country? I think like most of our, most of the people that are on the club this year are either from Canada or like the U.S. and then they move to Canada kind of thing. Nobody's really from like back home or anything like that. But I have met students that are like some Tamil students who are from like India and they're doing like their graduate degrees here. Or at least I'm aware that they're here. I'm just not sure if they're in like undergraduate or like our years, but I do know like there, some of them are in like medical school, some of them are in like the law school, some of them are in like the graduate studies and doing their PhD or masters. So right now, because like UTSA is more of like an undergraduate based club as it's with the AMS, um, most of the students that we've, or at least that I've met in these past two years have been like similar to me. Like they grew up in Ontario or somewhere in Canada or somewhere in the US and they came to study and we just ended up meeting each other and it's like having we made it we made ourselves a small little community like a small family so like all of us yeah. have gotten like super close to each other and it's nice because <laughs> we have movie nights and all that stuff we try to make sure that we can integrate our culture as much as we can okay. while we're away from our family so we don't miss that part of okay. living with family and stuff and can you find all the in- maybe ingredients that you need to I mean, because the food, I guess it's like so important for everyone, right? So I don't know yeah. if you can here find the ingredients and everything. Maybe you have I learned to cook actually, because maybe back yeah, home your mom's cook, I, right? <laughs> I like, I don't know about Rochelle, but like my mom sent me here with like the ingredients that I need to so all the spices and the herbs and oh, all that. Lucky you. So I, I have like, I'm, I'm set. I don't have to look for it. In grocery- <laughs> I don't think you. I could find it in grocery stores, but yeah. Okay. For me, um, so I, like, I've been working in residence for these past few years as, like, a student staff member. Mm-hmm. So my mom and dad, like, they'll come and visit me over the weekend, and my mom will bring, like, her Tupperware containers of, like, rice or, like, curries, and it's just, yes. oh, so good. After having, after having calf food for the past few years, having, like, my weekends and eating my mom's, like, spicy curries, they're so yeah, good. Yeah, it, it completely <laughs> changed your day, right? Yeah, it's like having a bad day, just eat mom's food. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so how can students join your club? How can they contact you? We run socials on Facebook and Instagram. So that would be at Queens TSA. 
no capitals, just like that. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me and Rochelle, um, our club email is it's at, clubs yeah. at gmail.com um, if you want to email us. But at the same time, like if you find our like cyber eyes like handles on Instagram yeah. or Facebook, you can literally just send us a message. Or if you see us walking around campus or something, like just be like, hi, hello. I'd like to get to know yeah, your club awesome. and we'd love to come introduce you better. to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the more the we better. want. Yeah. So the it's main thing for Queens, I, sorry, it's at Queens TSA. That's it. Yes. Yeah, yes. On Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anything else you wanted to say to the people? Like for this year, especially, and for hopefully the upcoming years as well, we want QTSA to be as accessible and as welcoming to anybody. So you mm-hmm. don't have to be Tamil to come learn about our culture or anything. You know what I mean? Oh, so like, if you're interested, by any means. it's not yeah. exclusive by any means. Like we're not, we're not trying to be like, oh, this is only for this yeah. kind of people, you know? So we okay. want, like, we're, we'd love to have more people come. Like if you're just interested in learning about the movies or the culture, or you like listening to music or you just want to meet more people or the food, like, like, we'd love to see you there. And like, we'd love to have you come visit us sometime or like spend time with us as a club. Yeah. Great. So thank you for, for teaching us all this about your culture and sharing with us the music and everything. So the last song that we're going to play today will be, uh, it's called In Godly, In Godly, and it's by um, a very popular musical artist. His name is SBB or SB Balasubramaniam, I believe. And he unfortunately passed away this past year. Um, and um, But he contributed a lot to the Tamil music. And he, he sang a lot of the songs. A lot of us grew up listening to his songs. So this is one of his popular songs. It's a romance song. It's romantic. It's like... It directly translates to my love, my love. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Perfect. What what a great way to say goodbye to our listeners. So thank you so much, guys, for this interview. <laughs> thank you for, thank having, you for us. having us.